Sometimes they can be local entrepreneurs, or they could be someone um, who's doing their thing worldwide. Um, so it's an opportunity for you to get to know these people up and close and learn their story and what gave them the passion to do what they do or provide the type of service they provide. So please sit back and enjoy the show. And please be encouraged to share. A lot of people, including myself, kind of do their thing by word of mouth, you know. So the more you spread the knowledge about the show, then the more people who can tune in and grow this thing and make it bigger. And it also gives more support for the people who I bring on the show who are looking to get their product or services out to the masses. Without further ado, let's get to the interview. The most important thing that you need when it comes to getting a professional job is a resume. Resumes influence employers to give you an interview. It's just that simple. You can have all the qualifications in the world, but it's a resume that clearly displays your skills and experience that will get your foot in the door. Joining me to discuss this is Ms. Lachelle McGowan from the Pelican State of Louisiana. She is the proud CEO and founder of Resume Chick a service that will help you design your resume that will give you the opportunity that you need for more interviews. Michelle, how's it going today? Hi. It's going great. It's going great. Thank you so much for asking, and thank you for having me. Thanks for taking the time. So let's get right to it. What gave you the idea to create Resume Chip? I had actually been doing resumes I'll just say at least for 10-plus years. And throughout the course, I would get pretty good reviews and results from people that I would do them for. During the pandemic, of course, just with the different course of the workforce and everything, the demand was getting to be higher and higher, and again, with pretty good results in the clients. So it was then when I decided just to go public and legal with it. So I gave the gist at the beginning of the the show of why resumes are so important to seeking a job, but in your opinion, why are they important to the professional employers themselves? Why, what, why does a company really put so much stock into resumes? Resumes are very important. important. It's that first impression. It's your professional face without your actual face. Employers, hiring managers, and recruiters realize and respect that. Um, When you have a nice, designed, and crafted resume with the right words, it says a lot. Um, They're looking at you put the time in, you did your homework. Um, It's a condensation of your professional record in a professional profile, and it, it, it's that that first shot that you're getting to even try to get recognized opposed to landing a, an actual interview. So what are some of the common mistakes that people make on their resume? What have you seen? The most popular common mistake is too much information. Um, when you've had a lot of seasoned professionals or someone that's just had a lot of 
excitement and experience and employment, sometimes it's not necessary to list each and every position that you've held, especially if it was short-lived or if it's not applicable to what you're applying for because the resume is also designed um, for a particular field or a particular job. You know, it's kind of catered to what you're after at that particular moment and can be updated at any time to reflect or remove or input any other information as needed. And the only other thing that I could think of is sometimes clients forget to put the important information. You know, they may be after something, I'm just going to say um, health administration and actually have a certification in medical terminology. And that's pretty common too, just kind of forgetting, you know, your certifications and things that actually do apply, you know, that'll that'll help you. Hi, everyone. I'm Rochelle of Resume Cheek, um, Crafted Pro Writing to Market Your Career to the Next Level. We do resumes, cover letters, thank you letters, interview prep sessions, critiques, business letters, employment verification, any type of written content. I'm your girl, Resume Chick. You can reach me at ResumeChickLLC.org. On Facebook, I'm Resume Chick LLC. And on Instagram, I'm underscore Resume Chick LLC. Hope to talk to you soon. Let's get back to the podcast, Q. All right. Kind of like explain some of the services that Resume Chick offers. Can you go into a little detail about some of those? Sure. We do several different packages of resumes, just depending on what type of career you have, um, you know, if you just started, if you're advanced, you know, if you're professional. We even have student packages at discounted rates or whatever. Um, in addition to that, we have interview prep sessions. Those are very beneficial, you know, if you need to brush up on your um, interview skills or, you know, sometimes we're young and fresh out of college and we just may not have, you know, interview skills. So that that's a really good one um, that's been very beneficial for a lot of people. Um, I cater to small businesses and contractors for business proposals, business letters, um, onboard, onboarding their employees, employment verification, and, and I also do critiques for written content and as well as for people that, you know, have resumes or thank you letters or cover letters that don't want the service, but they just want to critique. So I do that too. Okay. As far as the interview um, prep sessions, are people able to do that with you virtually? Right. And I actually prefer the virtual setting. We could do Zoom. We could do Google Meet. We could do Skype. You know, it's so many out there. I think it's one called Hangout. It's, it's a lot of options out there so that it's an actual, because in actuality now a lot of them, you know, due to everything that's going on with the pandemic, um, the interviews are offering virtual over anything. I prefer right. that so that you can get your comfort level and really be comfortable and confident. And then we could do it over the phone as well. So those are the two options via phone and virtually. Sounds like a great way to practice. Um, right. 
<laughs> so does the type of job you're applying for determine the style of your resume? I definitely think so, and I also put into accountability of that person's presence or or their personality because your resume is presenting you and definitely the the career choice or what you're going after matters just versus you have someone that's um, a stylist, you know, something that's a little bit more non-traditional. They're going to have a different type of look and appeal to their resume versus your average, well, I won't say average, but your eight to five or nine to five corporate um, business person versus, you know, your blue collar worker. So yeah, that plays a part. Okay. All right. So now something that my mother used to say when I was younger, and she, you know, was always one of the smartest people in the world to me. My mom used to always say, whenever you create a resume, right, always have what she called a quote-unquote killer cover letter. And it used to tickle me when she said that. She always talked about a killer (laughs) cover letter. How important are cover letters? I know, right? How important are Mm -hmm. cover letters and thank you letters when it comes to resumes? Okay. I'm going to absolutely piggyback after your mom. Your cover letter, I'm going to start using it, has to be killer because the cover letter is <laughs> just that the cover letter is what they're going to see before they take a look at your resume. And, again, these employers are looking at the time that you've taken and the crafting that you've done. If that cover letter sounds interesting and appealing as well as touching on point of, what's needed that you have in your experience and just kind of leave them wanting more, they're definitely going to indulge in turning, flipping the next page, looking at your resume. So that's absolutely right. And the thing with the thank you letter, and I actually had a member of management to tell me this probably like five years ago when I was trying to um, advance. The thank you letters stand out because a lot of people don't do them. In addition to that, when you're doing the thank you letter, it says just that. You're thanking them, you're appreciative, and this is something that you really want. And employers want to hire a like-minded person that's appreciative, that's polite. I mean, you know, it's just kind of touching on a lot of things. So the thank you letter says a lot, and it, it actually means a lot. All right. Okay, so we'll get ready to wrap things up, but I would like for you to walk my listeners through the steps they would have to take if they were to solicit your services to write a resume. What would they need to provide to you in order to get started? Sure. The only thing I need, if you have an old resume, that's totally fine. The only thing I need is actually your job history and the date your role or the position that you play, you can highlight on, you know, some of the duties that you've done. And absolutely, if there's um, any type of education, certifications, um, any professional 
affiliations or community groups that would be applicable or to highlight, you know, your current attributes. That's all I need. It could be on a sheet of paper. You can text it to me. You can email it to me if you have an old resume. That's totally fine. And, um, again, you can even email it to me at resumechick2020 at gmail.com or just check me out on the um, website or on the social media. After I get the information, I analyze it, and I'll contact you to see if we could set up a free consult to set expectations, and we move forward from there. Okay. And one more question that I forgot to ask earlier. As far as the interview process, what are some of the most common mistakes that you see people make when they go for interviews, whether it's virtually or in person? What are some of the things you hear about that people do wrong? First of all, overthinking and just being nervous and anxious. The eye-to-eye contact is very important in your body language. Body language is so important, and a lot of us do certain things and we're not even aware of it. Um, the words that you say, it's important. You have to look at it. These people that are interviewing you, they may not necessarily be pro interviewers, but they've done a lot of it. So it's just certain things that they're looking for, and you just have to be prepared. My favorite word to say is to woo the interviewer, you know, to get their attention to to be likable so that you can be chosen. What about as far as appearance? Appearance, you know, that's absolutely a must, and it goes kind of back to what you're after, you know. Um, Going in professional is never, ever wrong. Um, The only thing that I could say about appearance is traditional is okay, but it is 2020, so a lot of things have changed. But just for the corporate world, you know, the additional jewelry or the additional bling or too much, you know, just say like too much of anything is just too much. I, I think it's safer to be safe than to do a lot and, unless unless it's just something in fashion or media, something that, that that it's a part of. You would just dress the part, you know, whatever part that you're going after, dress that part, dress for that part. And then you mentioned eye contact earlier and how some people fail to do that. And I've been a part of interview sessions before, and I've noticed that people do seem to have an they seem to be uncomfortable, I guess, sitting in front of another person. Do you think social media right. plays a role into that, that we just aren't comfortable with talking to people face-to-face? Absolutely, absolutely. I have a teenager, and it just made me think about um, her. Yeah, social media has us out of, in my opinion, kind of touch with the, the, the human touch or, you know, the, the human contact. Yeah, I, yeah, that's a good point. I can definitely agree and say that I do think social media <laughs> plays a part in that. Yeah, I'm pretty sure if some people were able to text an interview, they'd be all right. They would win. <laughs> they would get, get the job. <laughs> they'd be very comfortable, oh, provided they right. um, don't use all these abbreviations and I don't know what they're saying. But I know. <laughs> all right, Lachelle. Well, it's been a pleasure to speak with you. I appreciate you taking the time. 
to join this Q on one edition of the Talk to Q radio show. Let me give you a little hand here. Thank you. I really appreciate it. Thanks so much. And that's going to do it for this T2Q podcast. Go to TalkToQ.com, and that way you can sign up for the email newsletter and be alerted to new shows as they come out. I'm on Twitter at TalkToQ, and that's Talk, the number two Q. So I want to thank all of you for listening to this podcast of T2Q, and I'll see you next time.